It's your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I'd like to thank you oh so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, I would like for you to go ahead and give that person a crisp high five. But if you don't want to do all that, you can get on your social media device of your choosing, which I know you're going to be on your phone or whatever earlier. And uh, get your favorite social media app and send that person that recommended you to me a well-crafted DM saying thank you for recommending you to me. <laughs> Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Ramblings with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3RShow, Instagram at the 3RShow. And you can see video YouTube video YouTube. You can see video video. There's no T in there. What the fuck is going on? You can see video interviews that I've done on YouTube to include this one that you may be listening to now or even watching. You might not hear this on the video version, but for those on the podcast, you know that there's a video addition to this podcast. On YouTube, just search 3R Show. And for anything that I may have forgotten to mention, you can go to randomrob.com randomrob.com to where you can also find many different ways to help support the show and our illustrious sponsor hooks rubs and spices go to hooksrub.com and you can get all kinds of manner of flavor of seasonings and rubs and spices for all your culinary needs you can get delicious treats for your eats on hooksrub.com and you can get 15 percent off your order if you use promo code random that's hooks rubs hooks rub hooks rub.com use promo code random 15% off your order and it's holidays you might want to get some good shit on there anyway if you heard the full length uh intro music to this episode that means i have a guest i mean that's that's the telltale that's the trope if you get the little snippet intro it's just rob rambling by himself if you get a full length uh intro or even a different intro, I'm probably got a guest. And joining me is Kevin Goatee, host of the Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast, which you can follow on motherfucking Twitter at GTS Podcast. So they tear down box office blockbusters and highly acclaimed and fan favorite films, and they just shit all over them. Pretty much. They just dissect them. They take them apart. They do what the Cult 45 podcast does, but to the nth degree of like, fuck this movie. <laughs> Cult 45 tried to find a good, the bad, a middle ground maybe, but nah, not these gutting the sacred cow motherfuckers. They, they, they chopping these shits down. And uh, we had a good old conversation, me and Kevin. Uh, anytime we get together, it's all about the movies because you know I love to watch me 
a good film, sometimes even a bad film, sometimes an in-between film. <laughs> but nonetheless, I love to watch movies. And uh, that's what this conversation devolved into. Uh, he, he asked to be on. I, I, the door is always open, as I tell every guest that's been on this show. And uh, we just discussed all the things. I mean, you can hear where the takes vary on uh, a lot of these films and everything. He, he, he put down a lot of the things that I hold dear. And I was just like, uh, but I understand because that's the platform that he lives in. <laughs> but anyway. Once again, you can follow them on Twitter at Gutting the Sacred Cow Podcast, and that's at GTSC Podcast. I don't know if I said the C in there the first time, but on Twitter at GTSC C Podcast. All one word, no underscores or any funky punctuations or anything like that. So. Give them a follow. You can go to guttingthesacredcow.com and find more information about these guys. And Kevin, he, when we talk, you'll hear about some of the projects he's got coming up, some of the people that he's working with, and uh, giggity goo. <laughs> but I just wanted to let you know I had a guess. I wanted to talk to you a little bit because as a old school fashion for the Random Realms with Rob, the recording was on and we just started talking and there was no intro. So... Enjoy the show, and uh, I'll see you next time. Goddamn Transformers? Yeah, that's my text alert. <laughs> I've had that for years. People go, what the fuck is that? But if you know what it is, then you're like, oh, sweet. That's uh, yeah. dope. The one I used to have was the motherfucking, uh, the Old Spice Whistle. Or whatever that is. Yep. The, the, the Minotaur dude. Yep, I used to have that one. And uh, what was another one? I think I did have the Transformer one for a little bit, but um, I think one of the popular uh ring like alerts to have was the goddamn um the Mario when you get the one up. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's fucking yeah. sweet. It's like uh forty six going on nine. What the hell is this camera angle shit? What is this? There we are. I see you now. You got a mustache yeah. now. Look at this. Yeah, it's November. Oh, <laughs> well, well, November came around, and so I, I grew I grew it back every uh, November. As soon as Halloween over, I had to throw the stash back on. Looking like uh, a young Dwight Gooden there. Well, you said young, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Shit. I did. Do I need the light here? Is that too much? Or I go back to the or the oh, actually it fixes itself. All Look right. at that. All right. Look at Look handsome. At that. Look at handsome that. and shit. Shit. So, I mean, what what the hell's been going on and stuff? You know, just try are we recording. Oh, yeah, we are recording now. There we go. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, just trying to still make shit happen. Just work on the podcast. Just popping that out on the regular, uh, gutting the sacred cow podcast for all you folks who don't know what the oh, fuck yeah. I'm talking about. Where we invite our guests to pick a film they find overrated or hate and trying to convince us to see their argument. But the twist being. The film must be one of these criteria, widely beloved, critically acclaimed, or a financial success. Mm -hmm. So no, no coming on here and saying Friday the 13th, part eight, that's a real piece of shit. Yeah, we know that. So thank you. <laughs> so yeah, we're giving, uh, we are giving uh, a platform to those people with unpopular opinions and uh, seeing if they can make their case and convince us. And sometimes they can. 
Sometimes it's, ah, I see your point, but I'm not, I'm not going to die on the hill. And sometimes you're like, no, you're just a fucking asshole. This movie's still fantastic. See, that, that's the thing about it, though, is like, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> you don't think like, you could do, like what? You're, you're, so, I, don't think like, I, could, I don't think I could tear down a movie. I mean, I can point out the faults. And everything or, you know, like a loophole or, you know, plot, you know, plot shits or whatever, whatever. But I can't I don't think I could sit there. I mean, we talked about this before. You've been here many times, but it's just like I don't think I could like tear down a movie because like it's the same thing. How I feel about movies is the same way I feel about professional wrestling. It's just like they're doing it and I'm not, you know, they're sacrificing and doing all this shit for my entertainment or whatever. And for me, they're doing it for a paycheck. Yeah, that too, that too. But still, I mean, <laughs> on the wrestling sense of it or whatever, they putting their body on the line for a paycheck and for my entertainment. You know, right. same thing with movies. I mean, they're actually going out there and doing something, creating a vision or trying to reimagine something and everything. And I'm just sitting here in the motherfucking booth talking in the microphone, not doing shit, you know? So it's just like, it's hard for me to try to tear down a movie. But there is only one that I could say is a piece of shit. And it's uh, like a, a shitty movie called uh, Beta Test. <laughs> and I don't even. I've remember. never even heard of that film, so that oh. obviously would, would not qualify. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, if it's is a legit shitty movie, so it's like I would have no problem doing that. But you know, anything else? Because I mean, not too long ago, y'all just did a uh, Teen Wolf, right? This is this is this current week's episode. Yes, as you hear this episode, Teen Wolf is this week. Yeah, so I have fond memories of that movie or whatever. But if you uh, follow Gut in the Sacred Cow on um freaking Twitter or whatever, you got damn dude is making valid points on there. I forget the guy that's on there talking about um it's almost it almost um his analysis of the character mm-hmm. is almost like um your boy from a. Freaking, uh, he now doing Cobra Kai or whatever. I mean, he wasn't the bad guy. It was Daniel LaRusso who was the dick fucking with him, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a lot of these 80s movies too. A lot of these 80s gals are assholes. And uh, uh, the chick from Karate Kid, Allie with an eye, it's like, I keep remembering her. She's trying to get Daniel beat up. This chicken team with Pamela, same thing. She's openly baiting her boyfriend. Uh, yeah. cucking, cucking him out to fight Michael J. Fox and then doing the same thing with J. Fox as well. Like, what are we what's going on? I have she no is clue. a monster of a person. It's odd because there's always some movie that's going to have someone just get such a uh, a, a visceral reaction. So, it's, And seeing how y'all talk about all these blockbuster movies and everything. How do you Yeah, how do you feel about these uh new avatar movies that's coming out um it's a good question i'm not listen i'm gonna see the new one in the theater you have to you're wasting your time if you don't i mean it's it's, it's a visual spectacle Mm -mm. so but i'm not excited for it i'm not sitting there going i can't wait for avatar 2 i mean after the first avatar it's fine. I mean, the, the, the plot, you're, like, eh, you're just more and more involved when it comes to the uh, the spectacle and, and the visuals mm-hmm. and all that. So we're going to find out real fast after we see part two, like part three, 
really yeah. and i think um the third one isn't so much a sequel but it is a prequel so that's gonna be a whole nother to do <laughs> yeah i mean i'm I'm gonna i mean i'll at least see the next one unless the next one's so bad that i gotta say pass but, i don't know because yeah. like i remember when avatar the first release of it came out or whatever i did not see that in a theater i saw wow. it on i saw it on blu-ray at my house on my big ass TV with my surround sound. And I was fine with that. And I watched the movie multiple times. I, I really enjoyed it at the time, but I have never revisited the film, you know, mm. in, I mean, when did it come out? Like 2009. I have not visited, revisited that film in well over a decade or whatever, okay. or, or maybe even longer. So it was just like, I remember when I watched it at the time, I had fun with it. But for me to go back right now and watch that film is like a chore. Even like my young child, I try to introduce her to like good movies, like The Thing and other things like that from the past. Mm -hmm. And I could be less than bothered to even bring up Avatar to her to watch, you know? Yeah. It's, and I'm not it's saying not it's a bad movie. It's just, a, that's just how I feel about it. <laughs> No, that's fine. And it doesn't have a high rewatch value, Avatar. Hmm. You got to be in it from jump. I don't, it's some of those films you just pick up. It doesn't pass the remote test, as we say all the time in the podcast. Hmm. It's one of those, you just, you have to be in from jump. You have to really be in the mood for it. But no one's quoting it. No one's saying, do you remember that scene where, or remember the part when? There's none of that. It's yeah, just, it's just, holy shit, it's a beautiful thing to watch. It's poetry in motion, but. That's it. Big, the fucking big mech suit with the big ass knife. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. We saw that in Aliens with Sigourney Weaver for you know, and that was cool. Mm -hmm. And the goddamn um, the villain, the old man and shit that would go yeah, on to do. And, he, uh, and he's back in this one too, by the way. I thought he died. What? <laughs> yes, exactly. When you hadn't watched it in well over ten years, it's just like I don't, I, I, I don't see how he survived, but I guess he did. Yeah, Delvin <laughs> Cox actually came in the podcast, and that was actually his first appearance. He did Avatar. Oh, and he said, actually, I did a podcast last night, and he's like, "Avatar 2's coming out. Fuck that movie." I go, well, "I'm seeing it. I got to, I got to see how you know." I am well ready to watch it on Disney Plus at my house. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I got to see this. I mean. Uh, again, if you're going to drop 15 bucks, I'm, I'm going to pay to see that. I'm not paying to see fucking Elvis in the theater, but I'll pay to see that shit in the theater. But, but you know what? It's just like I got wrote back in. I was there. Like I was one of their day ones when a movie pass came out. And now they've come back around and they're doing their uh, beta tests and everything. And I got in on their, uh, their $10 subscription. So I'm waiting on my card to hit me in the mail and I'm about to jump on that train again. With the, the movie pass. <laughs> I was doing movie pass before it was movie pass. It was called buy a ticket for one movie and go dip into a second one. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Like now at um, my local theater or whatever, I think that's probably the most easiest way to see films over there because like there's no quality control over there because like I I pre I pre-purchase my tickets every time because it's, it's simple. I just download the shit to my phone i walk up to the little person at the little kiosk thing they scan my shit they point me to the theater and i'm uh, to my own devices but i truly feel as long as i've been going to this movie theater that i could just come in cold right off the street 
walk into the theater, go to straight to a room and just sit down and watch a movie. I really feel like I could do that at this theater because there's just uh-huh. like they because they are banking on you walking over to them. Like, especially if you got like the little scan thing on your phone or whatever, they they expect you to walk over there to them so they can scan your ticket. They aren't sorting, sorting out you. There's not a single person at any of the individual movie things are in the sections other than the VIP section to, to monitor the shit. So like you go in, you can just go straight to the snack bar, stand there for a couple of seconds, maybe get you a thing of popcorn and just probably walk into a theater. I mean, it's just like nobody's caring and nobody's watching. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I never thought of that. I, I, I don't know. Again, I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll pay for one, and I'll definitely do the dip oh, yeah. the other one, and I'll, but I'll bring a soda into or a water because like, oh, yeah. you know paying fucking five dollars for a thing of soda is criminal. I and have popcorn. Your popcorn, you got to bring. You got to buy there because it's always so yeah. goddamn good, fresh, and the pretzel bites too. Big fan. Big fan. Oh, of yeah. pretzel bites. I, I, I've taught young child the ways very early or whatever because like. I bought her a bag, a, a purse, and I was just like, "All right, we're gonna stop at Walmart real quick. <laughs> we're gonna load up. Are you gonna wear your pants with the cargo pockets?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, in the summertime, I have shorts with like big pockets, and I'm like, "Here we go." Yeah, it's it's insane what they want for this fucking candy, and I wonder why. Especially if we're, we're about to go bankrupt right when COVID hit, because yeah, you know what, people were. Not all about seeing shitty films and uh, and 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 paying eight dollars for a fucking pack of Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, and I think that's what changed it for me to go to the COVID thing or whatever, you know, because me and my wife are avid moviegoers. We love to go to the movies, especially now that we live in a place to where I can go up on the second floor, look out my back window, and I can see the motherfucking movie theater. That's how close oh. we are. So it's just like we love to go to the movies. We love to see stuff. But when COVID hit, we couldn't go out. So then all the freaking big production companies started doing the at-home releases. And, you know, Disney Plus popped up and HBO Max started doing their theater movie, quality movies on the streaming apps and shit. And I got fucking spoiled. I, I want to do the things at home now, you know. But there's like some things that I, I, I have, like how you feel about Avatar. You have to go to a theater and see this. Black right. Panther just came out. I had to go to the theater and see that. See, you know what? I didn't. I'm and I'm waiting to Disney Plus on that shit because, first of all, the second, the first one, it's good. Yes, it's not the fucking. Everyone's making it out to be the best comic book movie of all time or top Marvel, whatever you want to call it. It's not. It's fine, as I say. Did it on the podcast. Pat Dixon came on and did it on the podcast. I thought it was all right. You know, I didn't hate it. I own it. I didn't hate it. Killmonger's a great villain, but oh, yeah. sure, shit is not better than Endgame. It's not no. better than Days of Future Past. It's not better than Logan. It's not better than Infinity War. It's not better than Civil War. It's not better than Spider-Man uh, Homecoming or No Way Home. It's better than... Not- so it was such high expectations, not expectations, but just wrongfully placed in the mantle because, I guess, of the cultural uh, impact that it had. Right? That too. <laughs> but uh, I, I will also remind you, uh, as a black man, you damn well know the first black superhero film was Blade. You're fucking right. There you go. So you're yeah. fucking right. Goddamn right, I'm right. And uh, so yeah, and now and and Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, again, good film, but not great. Now that he's out of it, why the fuck am I caring about somebody else? And I'm not a deep, I'm not a comic book nerd at all. I don't know shit about a lot of these things. 
So this phase four for Marvel, man, I am walking. I'm in the blind for all this shit. I mean, mm-hmm. I will see Daredevil Wolverine. Oh, yeah. I could give a fuck about. I, I didn't see uh, Black Widow. I did not see The Eternals. I have no desire for Ant-Man 3. Um, what else? Is, I didn't watch Moon Knight. I didn't watch a lot of this other shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and, Marvel and I don't think, lose me. And I don't think that's a... a a slight on the material is just like right it's just this rollout for what what is this phase four has just been weird you know yeah it's not so yeah i think i'll see black panther but i don't need to see this in the theater it's two hours and 45 minutes for a film i just don't give a shit about and when the main character is fucking badass is dead in real life why and the villain everyone said is just ugh Submariner, oh. who gives a shit? And everyone said, oh. "Oh, saw it." Says it was, it was fucking weak. So, oh, nope. well, I don't, I don't know. Th- th- those are some hard criticisms, or whatever. The dude that plays Namor, or whatever, I believe that dude has it. Like, okay, just I didn't, the again, actor. I'm just telling you what I've heard, not not yeah. what I've obviously seen it. So, yeah, the the actor that that dude has it. He has something about him. It's just like when he was on screen, I was compelled. I was just like, I was. Like, yeah, this dude has something about it. Um, More so that I want what made me want to see this movie, you know, black cast, black director, you know, got to show support. But it's just like I wanted to know what the fuck is going to happen next with this character. And then I knew they was going to introduce Namor and um, Ironheart, which is another uh, black character that's like Tony Stark intellect and shit okay. and making freaking iron man type suits and shit so i had to see how they was going to present this character on screen um there was a there was some misses because <laughs> um i heard the, there's hardly any action in it it was a lot of it's this movie was morning chadwick boseman yeah so i mean i can understand like somebody not wanting to go to a two hour and 40 something a movie about grieving so <laughs> i don't need a, I, I don't need a mixtape about him i know how good he was i enjoyed him oh, in yeah. fucking i love him in draft day i love him in jackie robinson's story black panther obviously he's a great mm. actor I and mean, it sucks that yeah. he died so young but you're exactly right i'm not paying 15 bucks to go a two hour 45 minute fucking funeral that's not mm. a family or a friend of mine yeah what i damn what was really touching about the whole thing like i said it was a, a fucking long ass uh viewing service <laughs> um <laughs> with no food use, for you yeah um in the morning i would say in the morning but in the beginning when they do like the little marvel roll-on credits or whatever when they reveal the marvel studios logo it was all chadwick boseman okay. it was none it was oh, none of the, that's nice it was none of the other characters and it was just like dead silent it didn't have any music or anything it was just all the black panther panther purple light and everything and i was just like <sighs> you know but it was it was all right movie and i can understand people like not wanting to rush to go see it but yeah you know it is what it is but it's just the whole thing about you think when ed norton dies if they do their hulk film they'll have uh ed norton as the hulk in in the marvel logo even though ruffalo's in it now (laughs) no (laughs) now out of those two, do you think Ruffalo is a better Hulk, or do you did you like the Edward Norton? Because I, I like the Edward. Norton. You know, what? it was on TV the other day, and I was watching it. I liked it. I own it. I, I haven't watched it in forever, to be completely fair. Uh, but I didn't like. I hated the Yang Lee one. That one sucked. Oh, yeah. But I liked the Ed Norton one. I thought it was pretty good. I mm-hmm. had no problems with it. I, I did not get the hate for it. It is undeservedly put in the bottom tier of Marvel films. 
I mean, there are way, way, way more bad Marvel films than fucking Hulk. Thor yeah. two, Thor one, Thor two especially. Thor one, Thor four was bad. I did not like Thor four. Oh um, yeah, we we had many heated discussions about yeah. that. Now, I mean, three's great. Love three, but like yeah. Doctor Strange two weak. Um, what do you oh my mean? God. Guardians of the Galaxy two. I don't like one either, but two is shit. You can't. No one can defend two. Ant Man <sighs> two is not bad. I, I didn't hate Ant Man. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, well, Ant Man two. I had problem with that because it was just a long ass setup for the end credits. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Oh yeah. Oh, Captain Marvel was shit. Well, that's below that. Um, what am I miss? God damn it. What else am I missing? Oh, um, uh, I didn't see the Eternals. I have no desire. Heard that's terrible. It's Same on thing Disney with Black Plus. Widow. Heard that's terrible. Didn't see that. Oh. Won't bother. You know, there are way worse Marvel films than fucking than the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk. So we can cut that bullshit out right now. Yeah. Iron Man uh, three was bad too. Throw that in the mix. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just different emotions about these movies or whatever. Because I mean, it'll never live up to the first, like in the vein of Iron Man. It, three will never live up to one, or freaking even two to that aspect. Because like they, I think they kind of did it wrong. They did three. They gave you a misdirect on the villain, but they gave yep. you a small short story film that explained why they did it that way, and it was a setup for a movie that wouldn't come out for a long ass time later in Shang-Chi. So the Which man I thought also was boring as shit. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh man. Well, I don't think you like Marvel movies at all. I do. <laughs> I just told you I love all the other ones that, that I, I fired out. Yeah, I, I, I like, know. I, like, I don't I don't I cannot stand Aquafina. I was very bored with the villain in, in uh, Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. I mean he was fine, but he didn't he didn't really get me I going. Think- I think the movie took a turn when they got to the the, the mythical place and everything, yeah. and they started having the the dragons and everything. Because it yeah, it seemed like it was out. two separate movies. Because if you look at Shang Chi, it's a good kung fu movie. If you oh, took the sure. Marvel aspect away from it, great kung fu movie, sure. you know. But it's just like, huh, it did a thing that was weird but i i mean i still like it cuz i'm i love the martial arts i i, I just like a, a motherfucker punching another motherfucker in the face i'm just sure. i'm down with all that <laughs> but as am I, listen john wick 4 front and center baby opening day you fucking right see, mission mission possible 7 motherfuckers opening day front and center i'll see you there i'll be there i'll be there i love those goddamn mission impossible films now, the last ta- 3 are so bomb now we're we'll talking about franchises and everything and i'm a kind of steer you off a cliff on this next franchise that I bring up and I want to know your thoughts on it. Okay. Fast and the Furious. Garbage. <laughs> uh, the first, listen, the first one was all right. I mean, it has holes. I get Yeah, of you. course. Two is not good. Not mm. good at all. Three, I remember going, what is this nonsense? Four, I'm like, ugh, I'm done. Then when five came out, five is fucking That's when great. they started. I love five. Mm-hmm. I love five. Now five, then sucked me into seeing two in the theater going, oh, Jesus H. Christ. They got and then me. the last two after that were terrible. Like nine, you're like, oh, a Fiero yeah. in space. I, I waited till Netflix was nonsense. Yeah. Like, one is, I'm, I'm all right with one, even though there, there are these international thieves trying to do all this shit for DVD players, and now they're going into fucking space. But five is solid. Five is the best yeah. one. I love five. I'll, I'll argue for five any day of the week. Yeah, because that was a... Uh... The debut of the Rock character, wasn't it? 
Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, good so, story, everything like that. I dug the whole Brazil angle and all the, and the characters and shit. Yeah, because they they went back and they time traveled kind of to fix their uh, movie franchise and everything. But like Fast and the Furious is a guilty pleasure for me and my wife. We're front row and center every time them shits come out because we, we don't expect a lot of nothing. We just want to see fucking car crashes and shenanigans or whatever. We want to see Tyrese and Ludacris uh, tear down each other verbally. Goddamn, we want to see The Rock punch some bitches in the face. We want to see Vin <laughs> Diesel come in there. Family. You know, yeah, having a Corona. Whoever reaches for food first has to say grace. Yeah, we've seen all this a million fucking times. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we don't expect nothing crazy. We just know it's just going to be bonkers shit. But we, we both agreed that the last one, the ninth one, was the worst of the franchise. You know, I mean, you can even talk about Tokyo Drift. That's like in his own little microcosm or whatever. We kind of like leave that separate from the from the other eight films or whatever. But it's just like nine didn't do it for me. And I love fucking John Cena. I'm a wrestling fan. So but it's just like. I can kind of see these two being brothers, but like, nah, not really. (laughs) Yeah, I I wasn't. And then they they went to space. They went to motherfucking space in the little little bitty ass. Card. Fierro. A, a Fierro. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> no. I'm interested to see what 10 is because I think 9 only existed because they their goal before Paul Walker died was to hit 10. And they said they were doing 10 for him. So it's just like, all right, I can kind of respect that. But hey, it is what it is. You you enjoy it. I'll I'll wait for Netflix. How about that? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, understandable. I mean, I, I'm not saying oh no kevin you gotta go you gotta go Nah, i'm not saying that at all but it's just like our guilty pleasure whatever because i mean it's the same thing for me for like the expendables i mean i've seen i saw the first one in the theater and i was like all right the idea the concept is yeah great. that's what i love about it because it's then just like the, the execution though you're like again i've seen them all rob and i couldn't tell you one singular moment except for Schwarzer is saying I'll be back, and then Bruce saying I'll I'll be back. You've been back enough. And that's it. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. Oh, and they throws Jason Statham throws a knife into the dartboard at the end of every episode, uh, every film. Yeah, that's, that's all fine. I can tell you. I, I mean, is once again another guilty pleasure f- movie. I get to see my childhood favorites coming up. And then, damn, it's just like bonkers action. It's just like, whatever the fuck, I don't care what's going on. I just want to see shit blow up and people get shot. <laughs> I mean, my childhood heroes too, but when you're trying to trot around at 70, trying to run around and fight and blow shit up, it's... it's, it's... The, it was I like think... watching Robert De Niro trying to curb stomp that dude in The Irishman when it was just so poorly CGI'd. It was, a, mm-hmm. it was like he was trying to curb stomp him while he was standing in molasses. Yeah. the I think the best... the The... The ca- one cameo that I enjoyed the most out of that whole franchise was probably Chuck Norris because they actually did a Chuck Norris joke in the film. <laughs> oh, they had to. Oh, they had yeah. to. Yep. Chuck Norris kicked the motherfucker into like an x-ray machine and just obliterated him with a motherfucking machine gun. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I love it. I love it all. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. I, I don't, again, I don't remember anything about those films. So, but that's, that sounds fun. Yeah, but I, I just like the combination of characters out of all those films or whatever because they had the old school characters, current people, and then they had like a young guy that could probably take on the future of the franchise or just future of action films and shit or whatever, which more than likely out of the three films, the young person always got killed. 
Right. <laughs> you who know, was the young person. I'm, I, I don't, again, remind me. I don't remember this for shit. Who was the young person in this that you're talking about that's going to take over the franchise? Well, now, well, the third one, they got young expendables, like the expendable kids and shit. So they got like uh, Ronda Rousey and a couple of other people in that film, which I don't think Ronda Rousey should be on anybody films. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> given, given her uh, wrestling performances or whatever, just like her character work or whatever, it's just like, nah. <laughs> yeah, she she didn't bring much. She was in fucking Mission Impossible, right? Yeah, she was. No, nah, protocol. Was she? I thought she that was, was a... the one, right? In Dubai. Or no, that's a that fa- was fast. That, was that that's fast? fast. That's yeah, fast and furious. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah, because I know she was in like the Dubai Towers, and there she's like a bodyguard. Yeah. That was yeah, that was fast. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the third Expendables, uh, yeah, Ronda Rousey. Uh, Glenn Powell, Victor Ortiz, uh, Robert, you know, they had a whole lot of motherfuckers in there. It's just like some of my, the, I think this, what's this young guy's name? Uh, where is he? Where is he? Got him up here. But anyway, I just like the mix of characters or whatever, because they have one of my um, favorite uh, stunt guys in, I think the second one with a uh, fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme, Scott Atkins. Uh, mm-hmm. dude who plays Boyka in uh, all the freaking uh, never uh, uh, the undisputed films, uh, goddamn Ninja. I mean, he was the 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 first Deadpool in that uh Wolverine Origins movie or whatever. Okay. He did the stunt work for that guy. So like, I love that dude from his behind the scenes work to his in front of the camera work or whatever. And to see him in a film like that with like the likes of Jean Claude Van Damme and all these other you know, famous action stars. I was like, oh, I love that shit, you know? And it kind of like gives you a glimpse of like who could be the next action star. But there's not like a lot of really good action, like single solo action star shits or whatever since like the superhero craze is taking over, you know? None. I can't think of any. There's no one that's going to try. The Rock was supposed to carry the mantle for next action heroes. But uh, his films are... (laughs) No, nah, I mean, see Bla- didn't see Black Adam. No desire. I did. <laughs> and so I have there two it is. schools. Of, I, know, I know everything. I have two schools of thoughts on it. I have two schools of thoughts on it. it uh, if you took The Rock out of this and you put somebody else in his place to play Black Adam, this was a good movie. But since you have The Rock in this role, it's Rock just. Rock and roll. Look what you did, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> So uh, since you put The Rock in this role, it's just another Rock movie. I mean, it's akin to Skyscraper. It's goddamn fucking, what's the Earthquake movie? Goddamn San Andreas. It's goddamn Hercules. It's just a movie with The Rock in it. It's good. It could have been one of the ones that I waited for, like how you saying, you know, when it hit streaming, I'll be there in my living room watching the shit. But it was all right movie. I just feel like if you would have put somebody other than The Rock in that position, that movie would have did a hell of a lot better. But since everybody knows the commodity that you're going to get with The Rock, I mean, everybody was like, eh, eh, I know what this is. <laughs> right. Exactly. But if you put a fresh new face in there, like uh, a lesser known actor in that role of uh, freaking Black Adam, I believe it would have did way better than what it is. Because it yeah, would have been some just, intrigue like that. I, ooh, I want to see how he play that. But we already know Rock, big muscly motherfucker. We know what he going to do. 
<laughs> Arch an eyebrow. Yeah. Make a few quips. He did. I'm saying. It, it was a. Bucks. Yeah, this this movie was akin to, uh, in certain aspects, of Terminator 2 to me. To where, like, I mean, not the acclaim, the greatness of it, but, like, certain beats of it. To where, like, there's a plucky young kid in this film that's teaching him catchphrases and shit. Kind of oh, like Terminator boy. 2. He's like, hasta la vista, baby. You know, yeah, it was just like. out, Dick Wad. <laughs> yeah. So it was the rock trying to find his catchphrase throughout the film at some points and shit. And the little kid kind of guiding him and stuff. So it was just like very Terminator two for me when I saw that. Yep. Good lay down on my part. <laughs> but so, I mean, next year, I mean, the, but there's the thing, the 2022, mm-hmm. the, one of the worst years for films in recent memory for me, not there wasn't shit out this year that I was excited about or, in fact, last night, Delvin Cox and I were going over it. The ones that stood out to me, Jackass 4. Oh, that was a lot of that, dicks. That's still fucking that. funny. Don't, don't, even, don't even make a face. Um, Top I Gun own it. 2 was good. It's good. It's the same I fucking movie I own it and still haven't watched again. it. What? <laughs> I own it and still haven't watched it yet. Ja- what are uh, you not doing j- here? I saw that shit opening night, but mm. all right. Um, uh, Barbarian was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We I talked about that. that. Mm-hmm. Black phone was all right, not bad. Oh yeah, I like that shit too. But that's it. Uh, everything else this summer was trash. I hate again Thor four, uh, Doctor yeah. Strange two. Uh, next year though, next year because a lot of this shit got pushed back. Yeah, Shazam two, Spider Verse two, mm-hmm. Mission seven, mm-hmm. John Wick four. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 and, and Blade all, all in on all those, <laughs> all in on all those. Can I wait? Yeah, and Blade is somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, but no, actually, Blade got shelved because the script was so bad. I read. Well, they is, and they also been through like three directors. They just got another one. <laughs> That's never a good sign. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, even like Warner Brother Discovery slate for twenty twenty three, we got Magic Mike, uh, Creed three. So this is February. This is all in monthly order. So this is starting from February all the way up until December. Oh yeah, I'm of- looking. Oh, you missed a couple. You missed Magic. Oh, Magic Mike. You said yeah, you missed Magic Ant-Man. Mike. Yeah, Magic Mike, Creed three, Shazam, uh, Evil Dead Rises, which I am kind of interested in. That uh, th- they look like they're gonna go through with the Flash in June, and then uh, oh, you got the motherfucking Barbie movie. The Meg 2, which I didn't even care to watch the first one. Uh, Yeah, there's actually a book it was based on called The Trench about how a Megalodon got released. And it fucking fucks a lot of people up. But the movie wanted to be so the movie wanted to be Deep Blue Sea, which I like Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. And then you had LL Cool J in there. Yeah, well, for other reasons too, it was good. But uh, if you couldn't laugh at Thomas Jane doing a, a kick twist McFlip. Uh, off a of fucking tiger fin, a uh, tiger shark's fin, then you're not alive. Yeah, and but yeah, Samuel uh, Jackson. It, it was, it was gave bad. The, uh, don't, don't don't hold your breath. Yeah, then Samuel Jackson gave that heralding speech and then got ate by a shark. <laughs> Do you know they're making uh, they're a film? Sh- uh, Scream Six is already done. Yeah, yeah, they. Uh, I think they did five and six back to back. Well, what's your face wasn't in it. Uh, is not in the new one, Nev Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Shazam two. Well, Mario uh, Brothers is coming out. All right. Uh, that actually we, looks all right. Off the Warner Brothers list, we still got uh, Blue Beetle, The Nun 2, which I'm a fan of the Conjuring verse. 
Dune Part Two, Wonka, yes. another motherfucking Willy Wonka movie. I don't know why you want to do that. Nope. One that is confusing to me is motherfucking Steven Spielberg, the motherfucking color purple. <laughs> They're doing what? The color purple. As in a reboot? I don't know. I just see Steven Spielberg, the color purple, December 20th oh, of I'm 2023. So I don't know if that's like remake of whoopee shit or I'd hope it ain't a continuation. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what to expect there. I need to find more information because that is scurry to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I actually never saw Color Purple. It's in the queue. I'll get to it. Just, that's You'll not one you really one rush to go see. Uh-huh. What so, else is rolling out here? John Wick 4, looking forward to that. I could care less about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, Guardians 3, don't care. Fast 10, don't care. Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. don't care. Spider-Verse, I'm down. Transformers Beast Wars, nope. I mean, I've been burned so many times with those fucking sequels. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, I love another guilty so pleasure much. here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> I got Transformer tattoos. So, I mean, I mean. Uh... I love them, too. That's my favorite card, too. I mean, you heard my text, for Christ's sakes. I the cartoon film, one of the best things ever made, still makes me cry to this day. Hell but yeah. Man, th- these sequels are so fucking bad, and I never got into Beast Wars anyway, so I could give a shit. Yeah. Um, Flash, Money don't grab. care. Indiana, oh, maybe I will because Batman's in it. Indiana Jones, don't care. Mission Impossible, all in. Oppenheimer, which is a Christopher Nolan thing, maybe. The Marvels, which is, you know, fucking, you know, Captain Marvel Part 2, nope. You know, Teddy Roosevelt, Roosevelt with the, DiCaprio with Martin Scorsese. Okay, I'll go check that out. Barbie, nope. Blue Beetle, I don't even know what this is. Yeah, it's more uh, comic book shit with that one. And yeah, then we got no. uh, Salem's Lot and Aquaman no. 2, which that no. looked like it might be getting pushed back again. Okay. <laughs> Aquaman. Cra- Craven the Hunter, nope. Uh, could care less. Doom Part 2, did not like it. Uh, Hunger Games prequel, nope. Wonka, you said color purple. You said the new the Ghostbusters new sequel. Nope, that was was weak. Whoa! Aquaman so too. you didn't like? So you didn't get the feels from the new one that they did? I, I mean, it's the same paint by numbers bullshit that they had for the earlier okay. one, and it, the, the characters were nothing memorable. I rewatch. I saw in the theater. I go, it's not bad. Rewatched it again on HBO like a month or two ago. I was like, nah. Okay, not yeah. a lot of staying power. I can get that. I mean, I mean, I've we I've, all, I've only watched it once. I've only yeah. watched it once, and Watch I enjoyed it, it, and I and I'm not I mean, gonna go back. Everyone's wait. Everyone's waiting for the end to see when you see the fucking other guy. You know, all the originals show up, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You knew that was what it was gonna be, and then when yeah, they made the, the I like, I like how they integrated them in the one that they did with the ladies or whatever. How they just like they were there in the movie, but they weren't the Ghostbusters or whatever. They were just like her uncle and just like some movie critic and shit and the taxi driver. <laughs> Yeah, it, it didn't hit me. So yeah, the, the next year's got some good stuff coming out. Um, yeah. Hopefully. You brought it up earlier, but Blade. Yes, sir. What are your expectations for this new one that they're trying to trying zero. to zero fucking zero zero expectations? Tell me why. Tell me why. I'm having a hard time thinking about anybody else but Blade. Now, Mashara Ali is a great is a great actor. I'm sure uh-huh. he's going to give his best. But this is. But did we need a reboot of Blade? No, we do not. One part one, pretty good. Loses yeah. a little bit of luster. Part two, still pretty good. Part three mm-hmm. is an egregious piece of shit. 
Yeah, and then they had like so many issues trying to get that one off the ground because it was like Wesley didn't want to play ball as much with the director. Yeah, he hated uh, he hated Ryan Reynolds. I think that was the thing. <laughs> I think everybody <laughs> kind of like yeah, he, he's a, an acquired taste. <laughs> sure, but the, the, the story was shit. Even Triple H was in it. That was it. Was just shit. So I mean, uh, we're getting these reboots that no one's asking for. I mean, I can count on like one hand how many reboots were worth the shit, and that's actually pretty much two films. Dread. And the start and the first Star Trek reboot was great. Yeah, that's it. Dread was amazing, and they love Dread. They talk about on so many people to that. Someone said, "Give it a watch." I go, "I don't do reboots. I'm sorry." Well, then I came to my other rule about reboots: never reboot a film if it's the first one. So goddamn good. Well, guess what? Judge Dread was not fucking good. awful. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so I was like, "All right." Everyone said how badass this was, and it was hour and a half of shit blowing up with some Carl, Carl Urban killing it. All in, love that, film. love it. So, love so it. what did you think of like uh, when they did uh, the freaking Total Recall and shit? I never saw it. Never saw that. Never saw Point Break. Never saw the RoboCop reboots because all three of those are fucking amazing films to my personal fa- ultimate favorites. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to tarnish my memory with some reboot PG thirteen reboot, which breaks my 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 rule as well? Sequels and reboots, you can't have the original go from R to PG thirteen. The other half of the mm-hmm. sequel rule. You can't have a sequel out more than 10 years after the original. All the magic and all the all the moment is gone. I mean, we don't live in that era no more, man. We can't be. I know. Wrong. So don't do sequels that are fucking. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Old. I agree with that or whatever. Uh, the whole thing with Blade for me, it's just like. I love those films so much with Wesley Snipes. Sure. But I have come to terms that you know he's up in age because i mean we got to see him in the third expendables movie right after he got out of jail and everything you know so it's just like i see the writing on the wall and i know he ain't gonna stick around for long and he might be you know problematic with you know this new regime of disney and shit so it's just like i had come to terms that they was gonna have to replace him but my problem with it was you had a built-in legit action star with Wesley Snipes because the motherfucker really knew the, the, the martial arts and shit. You know, he sure. did his own shit for the most part. And it's just like you get this other guy, the Ali guy, who's a freaking bona fide, nominated, award-winning actor. But I don't see him as an action guy and everything. I'm pretty sure he'll put in the work, he'll put in the training and shit, but sure. like he, do- he doesn't have the edge that motherfucking Wesley has. But I mean, I look past that so it's just like now, to appease me, I just need some type of Wesley Snipes involvement throughout this film. If he's behind the camera, if he's just a fucking janitor in the background of a scene sweeping up shit, <laughs> if he if he, if they put Wesley in the role of Whistler to this blade, I would okay. fucking love that. That'd be cool. If they if they made Wesley the villain. I would fucking love that. That'd be cool too. I'm just like, get this man, give this man something to do in this goddamn movie. I'm gonna blow <laughs> your mind for a second. Do you know they've made another sequel with a? This, this is gonna destroy my sequel role. Another sequel for a Wesley film that I love. I'm sure you love too, and it was supposed to come out ne- ne- next year, but I don't even think it's been filmed yet. And I just did some quick googling while we were talking. Demolition Man Two. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. I fucking I love, that love movie. Demolition Man. That, that's so what, great. like, 
I know Wesley did a lot of movies before then, but this is what like really put my eyes on him as a, like a no shit martial artist because they let him go. They let him like, you know, choreograph some shit and, you know, put hands on the motherfucker watching him in Demolition Man karate size the fuck out of people. I was like, that's my dude or whatever. I love that's that him. Plot. The plot. Everything about it was so every, every light was green. Loved everything about it. Love the tongue and cheek. Love the jokes. Love it. It just flowed. It was so great. I one of my favorites. Every time it's on cable, it gets sucked right in. So good. You know what? Once we wrap up or whatever, I think I'm going to go bother the kid and we go watch motherfucking Demolition Man. Yeah. <laughs> My kid's seven. She's not ready for that shit yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, but she's we, waiting for Spider-Verse 2, I'll tell you that. She's, oh, yeah. She's oh, jonesing yeah. for that shit. She loves the first one. Mm-hmm. That, that, first one that first one was a good movie. Do you think that uh you know we talked about a lot about the marvel stuff or whatever do you think they would benefit more of making um, a lot of their properties in that style of film and whatnot just like more of an animated route rather than the live action see i don't watch a lot of the 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 animated movies that have come out recently i have a few of my friends some you gotta watch this you gotta watch that i've tried a couple i just can't get into it i mean the last animated shit i watch i mean besides spider-verse i mean Oh, I watched the He-Man cartoon on Netflix. That sucked. The Transformers uh, stuff, the the, the the new one on Transformers is good, but I haven't liked any of the superhero stuff mm-hmm. that was on. It didn't grab me. So I'm not the right person to ask that or to answer your question. Sorry to dodge Word. you on that, but it's just going to uh, be a fair, yeah, no problem. Be a fair appraisal for me. But shit, I mean, so we, we talk about things that get a little long in the tooth. Uh, you, you showed your excitement and a boyish joy for John Wick 4. Yeah, oh yeah. So Keanu Reeves has been on record to say that he will continue to make these movies as long as there is a demand for it. How long do you think this franchise could go? Because one, I mean... A, he might have a fifth in him, and then he might take like a... He'll, he'll be at the, uh, the Ian McShane role for part six. Okay, like he'll take over like the Continental or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. One second, I'll be right. I'm right here. Keep talking. Yeah. Also, there is a spinoff series that they're working on called The Continental or whatever. Yes. It's about. I the saw Continental that. And I heard Hotel. that, and I don't give a shit about that. I want John. Yeah. Rick. I don't give a fuck about anybody else. What do I care about the uh, the hotel, the uh, the uh, the innkeeper, or the front desk guy at the Continental? No, I do not. Yeah, I mean, just another way to squeeze money out of something. That's all yeah, it is. Well, not out of me, they won't. <laughs> hey, man, you're already paying for it if you got a streaming service, so it don't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> if it is, you're right, you're right. But I'm saying not not in the theater to go to go check that shit out. But like, Listen, um, but I did I did pay to go see Rogue One. I was like, well, I don't know about this. Oh, Rogue One is some fucking good amazing. Shit. Yes, fucking have you amazing. watched Indoor? No, I was just about to ask you. I downloaded it for my plane ride. Is it worth it or not? Because I download movies as well. I, I I have not watched it yet myself, but I've heard wow. nothing but good things. Because it's like I Rogue One was so fucking good, and it's still following those characters up until Rogue One. So it's like I have no doubt that it'll be good. But I tried to start watching it, but because of my schedule, it's just like I couldn't fully throw my attention to it. So I can't tell you what I saw the first what 10, 20 minutes of the first episode. He shot a motherfucker point blank in the face. With a fucking gun. Great. So I'm like, 
oh, this is going to be some good shit. But I couldn't like fully invest and, you know, pay attention and shit. But I, I just I don't know. I, look, Mandalorian's great. I can't wait for season yeah. three. Boba Fett was terrible. Ugh. No. Uh, I, I, what else? Did they, did they have another one in there? Oh, Obi-Wan was great. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this, I mean, why Rogue One worked is because it tied directly into four, episode four. Yep. But I don't know if I give a shit about the characters that were at, that were leading up to Rogue One. Like, why do I? Mm-hmm. Why do I care? What's what's in it? Why? So yeah, I've heard good things know. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I is like short, I may have a very short leash on this one. Yeah, because it's just like they did so well with Rogue One. It's just like people want more of that. But it's just like, are you going to sacrifice what Rogue One did because you want to make more money? But I've heard nothing but good things. I have heard nothing bad. So, I mean, I'm going to get back into it. I, I, w- I wish they would just say, fuck all these. Listen, focus on what the winner is. Get back on the Mandalorian. Get back on Obi-Wan Kenobi. Stop this other side bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, weren't they kicking around the idea of a Sokatana series as well? I mean, did yeah. I hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. What's, I didn't watch Clone Wars. I don't know. But, but I know I, a lot I of people to... love that shit. So yeah, by I, all means. I, I... And it's hard now because, like, if you want to go back and immerse yourself in that Clone Wars lore, that's seven fucking seasons. Yeah, of, I try. Uh, I, I think I, I just stopped. It's not like I didn't like it, but it wasn't keeping me going from, like, I got to keep watching. I got to keep yeah. watching. And, and that's I, a lot I, of. I said, ah, maybe I'll pick it back up. I don't know. I just don't the fucking me, time, you know? Because uh, it was the same thing with uh, the Batman animated series or whatever. I, wa- I watched that in real time when it debuted on television. But like to go back and try to watch it all again with my child is just like it's different. I mean, it's still good, but it's just like sitting there with a child <laughs> trying to watch this shit, you know. Uh, and I love the Batman, the Mask of the Phantasm. That shit still is just fine. Is just fine wine. It's amazing. I still love that. Yeah. So, probably so, one of the best. That Transformers cartoon and Spider Verse are the, probably the three best animated superhero films or cartoon films, I'll say, of all time. So, so where, where where do you sit on the Batman film lineage? I'm only asking this question because me and Young Child did a whole slew of Patreon specials to where we watched every single live action Batman film, except uh, we haven't watched Batman versus Superman yet because that's the only on screen Batman that she hasn't seen yet is Ben Affleck's. So you're asking my thoughts on oh, Batman, all the Batman movies overall? Yeah. Okay. The Dark Knight is the one of the greatest films ever made. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not going to limb. Batman Begins, also fantastic. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises, yeah. very no, very noticeable <laughs> decline. Yeah. Um, the Batman, I liked when I first saw it, but after a second rewatch, no. I, I watched that shit I three times. I <laughs> despised the last 20 minutes, half hour. That shit dragged. It dragged throughout. There were some good moments, but after re- rewatch again, for, and I hated him as a Riddler. Fucking hated that character. Hated mm-hmm. it. I hate Incel Riddler. It just did not work for me. I, I thought I thought all that shit was fine, but like you're right. Once it got to the end, I was like, "Oh, they wrapped it up with a bow." And then I was like, "Wait a minute, there's more movie." <laughs> yeah, I'm blowing up Madison Square Garden. I'm like, "No, nah, I'm, I'm not." Nah, you mean funny. Gotham Square Garden? That, thank you. <laughs> Which the exterior is Madison Square Garden, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, I mean, in the Tim Burton's, we did, and in fact, we've done. We've done Batman. Well, the ones that qualify, all the Batman films that are going to qualify yeah. have been done. Batman 89 has been done. We start, I started to see the paint coming off the walls a while ago and it's, it's still enjoyable, but it's not as great as what we saw when we were 12 and yeah. shit. 
Batman Returns was the first film on our podcast, Gutting the Sacred Cow, by the way, where that was the first film where I, when, when Mike Price, who I love Mike Price, he's such a great guest, a great dude, one of the nicest guys. He's a writer for The Simpsons, did episode for Family. Love that guy. Love he, that show. Uh, he, uh, he said Batman Forever. I'm sorry, Batman Returns. I go, motherfucker, no way. Batman Returns is awesome. Kevin Israel and I were yeah. both on that. And we, we watch it and go, wow, this isn't good. Like that was that mm. cold water in the face. Like, oh shit. Like this is. Yeah, seeing up. it later. It's, it's especially watching it through the eyes of a 12 year old this time around or whatever. Because some of these movies I haven't seen in a very long time or whatever. But to go back and watch it with the kid or whatever is just like crazy. Because like notoriously. I think it was either what is it, Batman Forever? That's the one with uh Jim Carrey and uh uh-huh. Tommy Lee Jones. Yep, Notoriously, yep. that movie was garbage to a many few people, or whatever. But to go back and watch it with the kid, that shit is great. I mean, not like the best, but like it's fucking fun. It's hilarious, you know. I haven't watched it. It's it's asshole pucker, asshole pucker worthy. Uh, my butthole, not a not a fan. <laughs> but I tell you, Batman and Robin. I mean, I saw day. I saw. I, yeah. see, I think I seen every Batman film in the theater day one. When Batman and Robin came out, I go, this is going to suck. I mean, one in the theater, my buddy and I, we walk out, I go, that sucked even more than I thought it was going to suck. Yeah. I mean, shit. Um, where are we? So- Batman versus Superman, not good. And uh, Justice League, not good. And I did not wait for the fucking Snyder Cut because I had better things to do than watch a fucking reboot of a film that, you know, three hey. and a half hours long. Hey, No, it's four hours long. They're, okay, I-, I stand corrected. <laughs> so, and this, this is like, this is how much time i had when all this shit dropped so this is how stupid dumb i get with my movie viewing i watched that four-hour movie then immediately after i watched the original cut and then after i watched the original cut i watched the four-hour one again wow like in succession like back to back well i mean this was in the confines of like I had nowhere to be and this was like the only means of ent- one of the only means of entertainment that I had so I just like fuck it why not cuz like I was on the clock getting paid to watch movies and I couldn't leave I couldn't go anywhere this is all I had to do so I was like fuck it this is what I'm going to do <laughs> goddamn and then it was like in the middle of the night so like I'm left to my own devices. Ain't nobody around. Fuck it. I'll watch it. I said, hmm. Now I'm watching this in comparison to this. It looked like they took this out completely. I'm not 100% sure. Well, I ain't got shit else to do. Let's watch the motherfucker again. (laughs) (laughs) I did the same thing with with The Batman. I went to see it by myself because I knew how long it was. And I knew my wife wasn't going to stand for that trash because, I mean, she, she ain't really into too many of those comic book movies and Batman, not her jam. So I went by myself uh, on a fucking Wednesday afternoon, no, a, two, a Thursday afternoon by I guess, myself. I, I go to the movies, nothing but by myself. The last movie that you know, I, my wife and I saw together goes now we have the key, which makes it tough. I, I, I take it back. The last two movies my, my wife and I have seen together, The Last Jedi, which was not good. And Entourage, right before she gave birth. <laughs> Entourage movie, because we love yeah. the show. Movie but, I, but like I said, I went to see The Batman by myself. And then I went back, because we was in the midst of watching all the films for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. I went back and got Young Child. We went at 9 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. 
and watched it. <laughs> and then and then they dropped it on HBO Max and I watched it again at home with the wife and the kid again. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I saw it in the theater opening day. And then actually one of the one of our guests goes, I want to do the Batman and it just dropped on HBO. I'm like, great. I don't have to pay for shit. And I have to leave my house. Let's go. And that's when I go, oh, she is right. It's uh, petulant Bruce Wayne got old fast. Well, yeah, it's just like I can appreciate that direction only because there's more to come. And I hope there is some character growth and progression because this is supposed to be his second year into being Batman, you know? Right. So I'm like, I want to see the progression and more. I mean, your boy did fucking top notch being the motherfucking penguin and shit. So I like, I was quite, I, Colin Fowler was great. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know fantastic. it was him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were saying, I, I, one of our five fun facts I remember was he walked in the Starbucks and shit with full makeup on. No, I had any fucking clue that was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like seeing the first images, I was like, who the fuck is that? And then there, I seen the IMDB credits and shit. And I was like, oh. Oh <laughs> yeah, man. He was he was dope. There's there's no doubt about that. Mm-mm-mm. Well, shit. I mean, what else, man? It's just I can. I, you, you do a movie podcast. I love movies. I can talk about movies all motherfucking day. I mean, I can what, tell. That's why we have these long <laughs> chats together when we hang out. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, what else you got going on? Because I know you've been bouncing around from podcast to podcast and everything. Um, yeah, uh, we're doing fantasy football jibber jabbers back, but we're doing it in the metaverse this time. What? Yeah. <laughs> so you mean I gotta? Comedy, put, I'm, I'm so you my, mean motherfuckers gotta comedy. put shit on their face? Yeah. To- <laughs> so when you're done watching VR porn, that's what you can do is fucking watch us give our NFL picks. In fact, I actually got to edit that shit next. Um, yeah, it's uh, we were two comics, three, two. My buddy just uh, you know, he had to bail out. He's got work shit that's taking too much. So we watch a shit. We, uh, we 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 give you our, our fantasy plays. We also give you our uh, bets. Mm-hmm. We're damn good too, and uh, and we're funny. Like there's you never see a show where you have both comedy, well, well betting and fantasy football play mixed with mm-hmm. comedy. You never have that mix. So check out the joke community room in the metaverse, and then uh, we'll be doing. I'll, I'll be bringing back comics, watching comics in there. That you can oh, watch all the episodes. Yeah. All the old episodes would be there. And if these guys, we're, so if it starts to take off, like we're waiting on the software to be developed where it can track how many people come into a room. Therefore, nice. tell people, advertisers, like, hey, during this show, we had 25,000 people watching and then blah, blah, blah. And I would love to obviously make that uh, more, uh, better comics watching comics and, you know, production value, bigger names, all that shit. Yeah, and uh, and I'm tr- and I'm pitching a show to Crackle, a movie game show to Crackle in the next week or two, I think. So, I'm trying to get this going, man. It's still. I understand. Plus, I'll work a day job. Plus, I have a wife and kid. I know. You I mean you're my you're my boat? Oh, I know. And the and and gutting the sacred cow, which I'm doing all the work myself, and you know it's a fucking lot of work, but nonetheless, yeah. you know, just take shoot my shots, my friend, just as you are. Yes, the grind is there and everything, and I, I can. Uh, well, you got, you got the page. So you got Patreon going. You got people buying your Patreon stuff. It sounds like. Well, yeah, I mean, I kind of fell into that whole thing or whatever because um, a show that I was a fan of for what young child is uh twelve years old now, so longer than she's been alive. I've been a fan of this podcast called RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk. 
So I've been a part of that community for that show. I've been, you know, listening. I've been watching it. I've met the, all the hosts in person. I mean, I'm like immersed in that fandom. And um, one of their guys left, like the creator of the whole thing or whatever. He left to, you know, to go on to pursue bigger opportunities and shit. And since I knew one of the hosts and like right now there's four of us, three of us live here in Houston. <laughs> oh, wow. So like I knew one of the ones that lived here in Houston as well before we got the third guy that's here in Houston. So it was just like, I knew him. I've been to his wedding and everything. And you just like, we, we cool. And I would fill in when people wouldn't show up. So me filling in just wound up kind of me being permanent. <laughs> that's all. See, that's how you get shit going on is you just hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. Like, I know a lot of people who are doing that for other shows and, gotten on this stuff just by doing that i just that's cool i'm just trying to create my own shit so i don't have to yeah. hang around because i don't have the time to do to hang around i understand so, and that's fine if it works for you but please i i, I would do that if i, yeah. if I found, a, found a show that i was really in love with and wanted to do that so man good on you for getting that shit going mm -hmm. on yeah because i mean it's it's harder to do this like what we're doing now because of the day job because of the family stuff and everything because you know as you know, to because you have guests on your show quite often, it's hard to wrangle <laughs> Every motherfuckers up. As a guest. Yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, it's hard to have guests on to pick a film that they hate. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to wrangle motherfuckers sometimes, you know. Oh yeah, and, uh, oh yeah. So, so you add RBR on top of that, then you add the Patreon aspect and all the freaking uh, social media aspects of it with that fandom. It's like random rambles of Rob has been getting kind of squeezed out. It's just like I come in here every week and it's pretty much a life update. It's like, hey, y'all, I'm still alive. <laughs> um, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Check out RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk because we do that live every fucking Wednesday and shit. And it's just like I have no time to like because truth be told, I mean, I, I you hit me up last week about doing this tonight. Oh, well, no, you hit me up last week to see when we could do this. Right. And I think it took me a little bit to even get back to you because I was just all over the fucking place. Then yes, when sir. I finally got back to you, I was like, hey, I could do this day and this day. And then even saying those two days, I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to lie, that wouldn't even concrete because like tomorrow, if you would have picked tomorrow, I would have had to say, nah, I can't do it now because they called me in to work the other night. So now I got to go into work tomorrow. So tonight had to happen. If we were going to do it, because yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do it tomorrow. I, I, go, I haven't heard back from Rob. It's not like I go, oh, I never responded to him. I'm the asshole. Holy shit. It's like, I'm so yeah. sorry, man. I'm around tonight. And you're like, yeah, this is lucky. Like, let's do it. Like, let's do it then. So, yeah. Because, like, got, we got lucky that way. Yeah. So, when, then when you hit me up today, I literally just woke up. <laughs> I rolled over <laughs> out of my bed. I pick up my phone. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what an alarm clock and i was like all right we can do it because <laughs> i was because like this is a rarity that i have time off so i was like literally sitting here in this chair playing motherfucking 2k basketball and shit <laughs> <laughs> sweet well it's always a pleasure talking to you rob i i thank you for having me on your shit again and you ever want to yes. come on and finally sack up and find a film that you hate you know <sighs> yeah. just, you know how to get a hold of me brother you know what? I'm a. You know what? I'm gonna take you up on that because please, you know, please do. It, it's it's a challenge 
for me. I tell you to, what. I tell you <laughs> what. How about how about we do this? I propose the following. Okay. Why not sit in as guest co-host, and you don't have to Ooh. worry about that shit. Ooh. Okay. And then you can sit down, and whatever the guest chooses, I'll just say, hey, the guest chooses blah blah blah, and you sit and you watch, you make notes. I mean, obviously you watch, you watch yeah, the yeah. show enough, you know how the flow is. Yeah. You sit there, you crack wise, and you you know you do you know be funny and just do that. How about we? How about you? We start you off slow. I'm with down. The guest spot. I'm down. I'm down for okay. that. Okay. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> I will. I will. I will get on some dates. I've got some episodes coming up. Word. And we can start from there. How does that okay. sound? I word. I, I can, we can even do angel devil or whatever. Y'all can sit there and trash it and I can be the angel and be like, no, but really, this I, is good. <laughs> I don't listen, I, I don't sit I, I don't sit there with a with a predetermined, you know, judgment. I go, watch it. I'm gonna tell you you're an asshole. It's fucking amazing. I'm gonna tell you, I see your point. I'm not gonna die in the hill. Mm-hmm. Or I'm gonna say, yeah, this film fucking stinks. Yeah. I'm down. I'm so, down. I'm down. All right. You are on my very short list of guest hosts, and I will be figuring out very soon if I can get you on in the next easily few weeks. If, mm-hmm. if not, it maybe might even try and pull a real fast one and get something in the next day or two. But if I, if I, that's going to take some magic if that's going to happen. It would be Saturday at best. But whatever. Yeah. Your audience doesn't give a shit about the logistics of us planning this out, so I'm not <laughs> going to bore them. So yeah. um, thanks again, brother. Uh, yeah. I always but before you go, talk shit. before you go, Oh yes. Let sir. everybody know where they can find you on social media. Oh my media. god, how dare I? Yes, guttingthesacredcow.com uh is the website. Go on there, get some sweet ass merch, get a hat, get a mug, get a t-shirt, get a fucking cell phone holder. We sell those too. Ooh. Uh and just show your support for your favorite podcast. And for those of you who jumped in midway as a reminder, it's we uh, our guests pick a film they find overrated or hate, guests being podcasters or comics or whomever, TV show host Movie stars, you even mentioned the Karate Kid motherfucker. Yeah, we had him on there. He did, uh, 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 damn it, what was the, uh, uh, Footloose. He did Footloose, mm-hmm. Sean Kanan. Uh, they pick a film they find overrated or hate, but again, the criteria, widely beloved, critically acclaimed, or a financial success. So basically, you're going to pick a film that is going to anger people and have the <laughs> balls to stand behind it. And we're going to have fun. The pro- We're going to do our five fun facts. We're going to do our Amazon five and one star reviews. Critics five and one star reviews. We even do our ask a gutter segment where our fans tweet at us for the us, the host, to ask the guests certain questions the fans have for them. Every week, every podcast platform imaginable, Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Google, Spreaker, Stitcher, YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube, kick back and do it. And when you do like us, because I promise you will, give us that five star rating, two or three sentence review on said podcast. Uh, podcast platform of choice it's once a week it's an hour and change so we're you know i'd love to do this full time i'd love to do shit five days a week where we, we get in your ear but uh when we get the more of the demand to do it let's do it oh and if you want to just email us to say hi or advertise with us gutting the sacred cow at gmail.com word you sound like you've done this before <laughs> you know what i hear that a lot and i have <laughs> <done> a lot <laughs> word but as is always you've been the guest of the random rounds with rob podcast and the door is always open for you to come back (laughs) and uh just shoot the shit or whatever or promote your next big thing i'm more more than happy to do that and again like i said looking forward to have you on my show as co-host so we'll start you off slow and then whenever you think of a film uh you're in word all right brother hello 
everybody. This is Hoppy. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm over here cooking dinner with hooks, rubs, and spices. Uh, B-Rob turned me on to this stuff, and I tell you what, it's great. It's a homemade blend of the finest ingredients sourced from Texas gardens, farmers, and markets. And it's some good shit. I tell you what, try the smoking sweetness, or you can try Hoppy's favorite, the Mad Cow, which is a nice peppery slap in the face. One taste, and you'll be hooked. Hooks, rubs, and spices. 